0: Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Fatherhood, No Time to Die, in our movie of the week, Be Cool. Alright man, so I sent you a couple trailers, Fatherhood. With Kevin Hart. More more of a serious role. What were
1: your thoughts? It's very uh emotional roller coaster through that trailer.
0: Yeah. there
1: was a lot going on. I mean, very serious, you know, very heartwarming, tear jerker trailer. Just that trailer itself. But also very funny. Get some good funny parts in there. You know, he's being real sweet with his daughter, you know, talking to her about all this stuff and about her mom and things like that. And then you see him punching the clown. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Right, or your thoughts on it?
0: I think Kevin Hart. You know, he's he's done so much in so little time, and everything has been just these comedy action, comedy comedy. These you know different roles that he's been in, but they've yeah. all been kind of the the, the same in regard there i think he wants to dip his toe and get into some dramatic roles still keep that comedic flair but get into some dramatic roles that you know is it's a maturation process for any kind of actor artist whatever he wants to call himself yeah and i'm excited about it man i think this will be good for him you know everybody's going to be in the theater for it it's a, it's a kevin hart film oh, yeah, all 100%. the all the moms are going to be in there all for f- <laughs> five foot three kevin hart <laughs> oh he's the best dad ever but it's gonna be good man it's gonna be pretty exciting to see him do something else once again it's gonna be a drama with comedy elements but yeah. you know that's not the exciting part was to see him do something different is gonna be refreshing because i mean i got bored of him a little bit
1: i mean you know he he kind of does himself yeah and i think he does a lot of himself but that's not necessarily a bad thing because he he kind of he plays himself. Or not necessarily himself, but that character that we know of as Kevin Hart. Yeah. But he he always manages to twist it to fit. Exactly. But, yes, he was all over the place there for a minute. I mean, honestly, he still is. He's still all over the place. <laughs> did you ever watch his um, documentary on Netflix?
0: I did not. I actually thought it was his. Because somebody said, oh, Kevin Hart has a new Netflix stand-up. So I started watching that documentary. And I'm like, wait, this is not. <laughs> the up that's in his right. living room at all. Like, what is this? Then I turned it off.
1: It's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, for, for a document, you know, they're just kind of following him around through his routine and through all this stuff that happened. And he really okay. talks about a lot of his past meeting up to where he's at now. It's worth a watch. It's worth a gotcha. watch.
0: Okay. We'll definitely check it out there. Awesome. So moving forward, do you know, my favorite genre is the Movie genre, and no one does it better. That's the name of the the genre, James Bond. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you are right. It is James Bond. (laughs) 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 Right? This is the 25th movie in the James Bond franchise. Last one for Daniel Craig, No Time to Die. I did
1: not know that. It was 25 in. Yeah. Dude. Wow. Let
0: me know what you thought about this.
1: Well, I don't want to make you mad, Clyde, but. I already know what you're gonna say, but continue. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a lot of the James Bond movies, I'm just not not a big fan like you are. Uh, hey, man, you know? You know. I, mean, I mean, I'm a Jason Statham fan. You're not that much of a Jason Statham fan. It happens sometimes. It happens. Sometimes. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey!
0: I did. I was in the movie theater for the first time in a year and a half. Yesterday, let's, today's Monday. Tonight's Monday. I want to go see Wrath of Man, starring Jason Statham. Fire. Okay.
1: Yeah, let's just talk about that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, yeah. I mean, these movies are a lot of fun, a lot of action, a lot of suspense, a lot of drama, all rolled into to one one good movie. Well, you know, both twenty five movies, obviously, but like it rolls them into <laughs> to the movie very well. Um yeah. Just like I said, I've, I've never been having James Bond poster on my wall and stuff like
0: that, but it's all good. Um Luckily, this is not recorded video because that's all you would see. <laughs>
1: it's just, <laughs> just James Bond. Wallpaper.
0: It's James Bond everywhere in my office. Yes.
1: No, it looks like it's going to be a good movie, man. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, dude. I have seen them all. All right. Uh, nice. I've seen them all in a very little time. As <laughs> soon as Skyfall came out. I went back and watched every single one. I bought like the Bond 25 50th anniversary Blu-ray oh. thing and I've watched them all and they're fantastic. But this one with Daniel Craig looks like it's going to be the most fun, the most yeah. action, just crazy. So, check this trailer out. We'll throw it on our socials. Uh it's Daniel Craig's Last outing, his last outing. I do that in the bunny ears quotations because he keeps <laughs> saying that, but this really might be yeah. his last time out. And hopefully he goes out with a bang. Well, oh, he definitely awesome. will. So, looks like like, I'm going to put a tux on and go watch this movie in the theater. That is fine. And I, you're going to join me, but I know you're not going to wear a tux. I'll wear a tux. you wear a tux? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right here, we're going to get my podcast partner, Javier, in a tux. i going to go uh,
1: <laughs> act like some fat cats for the night
0: i love it i love it get our get our wives all dolled up and, and dresses and everything fantastic
1: now I gotta find a jaguar november's gonna be fun <laughs> awesome so uh you went and saw uh wrath of man right
0: yeah um went to our local starlight cinema mm-hmm. right here in charlotte and watched wrath of man little matinee Carmen went shopping a little bit, so I'm going to go check a movie yeah. out, and that's the only one I really wanted to see in the theaters. I like Guy Ritchie, but not really a Jason Statham fan. Went in, picked in cool Guy Ritchie direction, not that good of acting, but Jason Statham's that dude in this movie, yeah, bro. I think
1: you kind of go in with that, like you said, you think you know what you're going to see because it's another Jason Statham yeah. movie, but obviously not, <laughs> but it's it's it, tur- it turns it on its head. It's way different.
0: And you like this Jason Statham, man. Highly recommend. See it on the big screen. We can see it now. So go to the movies, guys. Get your popcorn and a Coke.
1: Yeah, I'll watch. Or Pepsi. Or Pepsi.
0: Whatever you like to drink.
1: <laughs> we're not sponsored by either of them yet. So we're reaching out. <laughs>
0: Uh, That's how we're reaching out,
1: guys. (laughs) Checked out Those Who Wish Me Dead, the new Angelina Jolie movie. Okay. Talk to me. I don't know if it's different for her from what I've seen for so long, but I mean it was a good movie. A lot of action. Surprising amount of bloodshed in the movie. Oh wow. Very very surprising amount. But it was good. It was a good story. Kind of leaves you hanging a little bit about kind of the backstory of what happened with the with the dad and the son and all that. Oh damn or i missed i only watched it one time i haven't watched i didn't i didn't dive deep into it like we usually do but i didn't feel like that got cleared up okay but, you know i'm probably gonna watch it watch it again uh the wife liked it as well but definitely worth the watch
0: good deal yeah it's on our list to watch to pop down on the couch and, yeah. and watch here soon so we'll, we'll make it happen as well and maybe we'll just talk about it on the pod one of these days
1: oh yeah let's, let's get it done
0: So let's go ahead and jump into our movie of the week. Be cool. This movie came out in the great year of 2005. Great year. Yeah. Fantastic year, man. (laughs) Oh my God. We were finally done with high school that Mm -hmm. year. Right. A couple other movies that came out that year. Flight Plan. Get Rich or Die Trying. Into the Blue. Great, great movie. movie. Brick. Kingdom of Heaven. War of the Worlds. And... Probably the best movie that came out that year, before Adam Sandler got really weird, <laughs> The Longest Yard. Okay,
1: <laughs> Yeah. great remake. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> good movie got, there. Before he got, what do you mean before he got weird? Let me ask that question. I
0: think he just, like, he was doing like original movies mm-hmm. that were fun, and this was a, a, a remake, so I don't mean that. Yeah, but he was doing like comedic bits that was actually funny that can pull a crowd in. Okay, I still watch everything Adam Sandler makes, because I'm just an Adam Sandler fan. Agreed. But after this, it was just like I'm just watching it because it's Adam Sandler. I'm not really invested. I don't. I don't love these movies anymore yeah. after The Longest Yard.
1: Gotcha. That might just be me. Fair enough. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> uh, his net his stuff that was coming out on like Netflix hasn't been bad, but yeah. You know, can't really live up to Happy Gilmore. I'm sorry. You
0: really you really can't. <laughs> Does it get any funnier than Big Daddy when he literally the kid got like two cents and he walked in the back of my man's brown brownstone and had him open the door to give him his Rolex and everything? It doesn't get any funnier than that. That's comedy gold right <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I agree. Awesome.
0: So back to be be cool. This movie was directed by F.
1: Gary Gray and written by Peter Steinfeld. So this one had a budget of $53 million, which I feel is a pretty good chunk of money for 2005. Oh, yeah. The box office brought in $95.8 mil. Pretty solid for a comedy, right? Yeah, that's solid. Uh, we got a long list of stars in this one. Let's go. I'm not going to say every one of them right off the bat (laughs) because it's literally like a list of like 25 people on this thing. Good luck. (laughs) So we got John Travolta as Chili Palmer, pretty much our main character. Uma Thurman as Edie Athens. Great Vince Vaughn as Roger or Raji Lowenthal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cedric the Entertainer as Sin LaSalle. Uh, Andre 3000 or. Andre Benjamin as Dabu, Uh, Robert Pastorelli as Joseph or Joe Loop, Christina Milian as Linda Moon. We have Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, as Elliot Wilhelm, Harvey Keitel as Nick Carr. Fantastic. Love this guy.
0: Fantastic, (laughs) bro.
1: Then we have Danny DeVito pops his head in a few times as Martin Weir. (laughs) And we also see Steven Tyler and uh, Aerosmith. Dream on, baby. Dream on. There's a few other good ones. We'll, we'll run into those guys as we go through.
0: Definitely. All right, man. Go ahead and give us a quick synopsis of this movie.
1: So what I took from this one, Clyde, and I know you've seen this one a lot more than I have. Yeah. Basically, it's just about the music industry kind of wrapped up into some like gang violence as well. So we got like two production companies that are in a money and a talent grab. It basically begins and ends with violence, you know, serious and, you know, kind of funny stuff throughout it, but it's basically them just trying to grab talent, which brings the money and they want to be the best in the industry. Right. They don't handle it in the best way either.
0: But that's- <laughs> they, they they, definitely do not. <laughs> All right. So uh, just uh, real quick as well, where to watch this flick at. Uh, we were able to catch this also on HBO Max, who, if you guys are listening, joking not joking but anyway um (laughs) so let's go ahead and dive into these characters at first man what do you think are these
1: characters fleshed out here i think we get a decent backstories for most of the characters they don't come quickly yeah very very slow pieced together through the movie but that's kind of the point
0: i i like that it you know, it brought us in with uh, John Travolta, Chili Palmer. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a sequel to uh, Get Shorty, a 1995 flick, if I'm not mistaken. But just what he's about now, right? He was making movies. Uh, now he wants to be into the music business yeah. and how he goes about doing that, right? But so it kind of sets the the backdrop there. This is also, going back to the Adam Sandler thing, it was like this movie, after this movie, I was basically done with John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Like this was like the last John Travolta movie that I actually enjoyed. I was like, I can get behind okay. this. <laughs> after that, he went off the the deep end. Really weird. I think Tom Cruise is next for me, but that man also doesn't age, so we'll we'll see.
1: Yeah, he's he's gonna be living long after we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like like my damn cat. But no, I do like Chili Palmer though. You know, smooth talking, mm-hmm. slick dressed. Uh, New York guy living in LA very charismatic man very gets his point across and just always has a plan you know always the smartest guy in the yeah. room I, I love that so and
1: he's just cool the whole time cool guy
0: what about Linda Moon Christina Milian?
1: so for her she had a pretty good story in here she builds her character her well I'll take that back she doesn't really build her character in quotation marks basically we see her career blossom is what we see yeah um, mm-hmm. she's kind of She's part of the story, but she's kind of still in the back. I feel you know up front of the movie, she's the one that's going to make them money and all this and that. Then she falls to the back of the of the movie. She's still involved because that's who they're all trying to get. Right? They're trying to get her on one production team, and the other the other production companies trying to get her, and they're fighting over her contract. Yeah. But after that, like start of the movie, she's just kind of. She's a pawn at that point.
0: Yeah, and it's good you bring that up. I don't know if anybody knows, but I said, in my note says, Linda Moon is the movie's MacGuffin. 100%. Exactly. I mean, yeah. she really is. The definition of Mac- MacGuffin is an object, device, or event that is necessary to the plot that motivates the characters and moves it along, right? I-, I think her and her career and everything that she is trying to do and wants to do and is getting pushed or pulled you know, so many different directions is the focal point of this movie. You know, we always talk about items yeah. like the ring from Lord of the Rings, the arc from, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark as the MacGuffins, but she's an actual human being. Yeah. That's the MacGuffin of the movie. I don't know if the writers intended to, to do that, but that's what I got out of it at least.
1: Yeah. I me mean, the same. I mean, it, it all, it starts with her and ends with her, but she's not always there.
0: So we also got the uh, beautifully talented Uma Thurman as Edie Athens, right? Uh, she plays a widow, a recent widow, actually, <laughs> in this movie. Very, very, very recent, you know, who is now running this, re- well, runs this record company solo now, mm-hmm. toured with Aerosmith, very smart, very attractive, and uh, just once again, like very talented individual who knows what she, she wants, but kind of lost after her husband dies a little bit and needs to kind of get pushed.
1: Yeah. I think she did a great job with this character. This is, I think this is a character she's kind of meant to play right through like her career. It's kind of the same character path that she takes a lot.
0: Yeah. She plays that, that damsel in the stress, but that strong damsel in the stress, you know, right. She's in peril sometimes, but you know, that just by looking at her, she's good. So then we got my two favorite characters and I got to talk about these two in tandem, Elliot and Raji, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, 2005 brought us this great on-screen comedy duo, right? <laughs> like. Go and I know you haven't seen this movie as many times as me, like we've stated. But I got to know your thoughts, man.
1: One note I did put about put down about uh, Dwayne Johnson. This was kind of fresh point in his career, being in movies, right? Yeah. I thought he was he was funny in his role and everything, but I thought he was one of the weaker actors in this movie. Oh yeah. But he played his part at the same time. You know, he was he was goofy. He was. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be the bodyguard, but try not to give too much away, but he's Raji's gay bodyguard, right? Mm -hmm. Who wants to be in the movies and wants to be a a singer. He wants to be part of that thing. And he plays that role very well in this, in like a goofy way. And Vince Vaughn, I mean, for me, he can, he can't do any wrong. You know, he, as long as he's, as long as he's delivering those lines, like he does, that's all I need.
0: Yo, man, I, like I said, me and Carmen just finished watching this movie before we recorded here and we were bugging out, man. <laughs> me and Carmen have seen this movie a lot. And just those two on screen together, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. You have Vince Vaughn playing this like fake pimp manager type, you know, who acts like a pimp, yeah, who is trying to treat his girls bad yeah. and just, you know, spends the daytime at a strip club, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Sound as high as it can be and he's at the strip club. <laughs>
0: I am. It is. It is high yeah. noon right now, and then you have his driver, his bodyguard, uh, Elliot, who yeah is is gay, um, and but wants to be this actor or or musician yeah. and and just be be famous. But you have Raji who's holding him back. You know, there's a lot of gay jokes in there, oh, yeah. and <laughs> Elliot also takes offense to it sometimes, but also knows like a also thinks in the back of his head, Raji might get me to where I need need yeah. to go. So yeah. kind of holds him back at the same exact time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but definitely uh some good bits in there.
1: Yeah, I think my my favorite pair in this was Cedric the Entertainer and Andre 3000.
0: <laughs> Let's go. <He's,
1: laughs> Cedric the Entertainer I've liked him for a long time. He's one of my favorites. But yeah. You know, you don't see Andre in this setting too much. He's been in some movies, but <laughs> He's so funny. He just, he's so, he acts so hard in the movie, but he's hilarious at the same time. And Cedric's just funny. His delivery on stuff is just funny. He don't have to do much, but just talk,
0: right? Yo, you have, you have like Andre 3000, right? Andre Benjamin from Outkast. He's like one of the best lyricists of all time. Like one of my all like top five favorite rappers of all time. And you know, he's turned at acting here. He was in Four Brothers. He's in this movie. Done a couple other yeah. things, but just him as Dabu, who is this he's a fake gangster. Right. Let's just call it what it is, right? He's he's Sin's wife's nephew. <laughs> That's the only reason why he hangs he gets That's to right. hang out with the dub MDs, right? That's the only reason why he gets to hang out with
1: the dub. <laughs> he's just he's just constantly wanting to <laughs> shoot somebody. He's always like and then and Sin tells him, you know, you'll get your, you'll get your time soon enough. Not today though. Not today, but his,
0: it's like, I never get to shoot anybody, man. But
1: his gun goes off like three times in the movie on accident.
0: And then he's like, fine, I don't even need yeah, no so, gun, why, man. I'm going to take this. Why don't you give me a gun?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, we'll get to to my favorite scene here in a minute too with that.
0: Oh yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up with um uh, Nick Carr, who's Harvey Keitel, yeah. you know, legendary actor, Uh, Going back to Taxi Driver, you know, basically in any Martin Scorsese flick, just fantastic, right? And kind of plays himself, but also plays, like, this funny record producer guy who is holding on to Linda Moon's contract. And then we have, like, Raji, who works for him, because he just shits on Raji the entire movie, which I love, by the (laughs) way, right? Because if you think about it, right, like... Raji is is shitting on and making fun of Elliot the entire movie yeah. but as soon as like Raji gets in front of of uh, Nick uh you know he just gets shit on himself <laughs> and it's just hilarious man like the entire no,
1: time it's a circle what is it the uh <laughs> how I met your mother the circle of screams right there you go <laughs> <laughs>
0: So over dinner the other night, Carmen and I, uh, we sat down and I turned on the movie Speed and she was actually digging it, man. Oh yeah, I was fully surprised. She's not really an action movie type of person, but she was entrenched in the movie. It's One of those big cinematic adventures that happen on, on film with Keanu Reeves, you know, movies have this ability to bring people together to post up in the theater and enjoy an amazing cinematic adventure. Javi, what's the first big movie event that you can recall in your life? I
1: have to say Space Cowboys.
0: Oh man, great movie.
1: I was like 13, 14 years old, bunch of friends going out to the gym theater and having a good time in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Mine would be
0: 1996, Independence Day. My mom took me, my brother, all of our friends to go see this movie, right? Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and they're taking on aliens. And the theater was full. Everybody was there to just see this amazing movie. And we all were there and it was just enjoyable. Just one of my favorite moments, man.
1: Yeah, movie moments, they're memorable. And everybody has their all time favorite movie moments what was yours the prestige christian
0: bale versus hugh jackman wolverine versus batman <laughs> as magicians what hugh jackman does to ensure his magic trick works
1: i'm not going to spoil it but mind-blowing about you man for me it was the stay puff marshmallow man ghostbusters <laughs> love that movie <laughs> love that scene <laughs> just a great scene in general <laughs> and on that note we would love to engage with all you guys and talk about your favorite movie moments as well and you can find us at movie in a pod on twitter instagram and you can also find us on facebook as well
0: yeah guys don't forget to add like and share our content we hope to hear from you all soon So we're already hinting on it, man. But like we got to jump into just the comedy gold of this movie. man. Talk to me about your favorite parts.
1: So it's a big mixture of dry humor and funny people, right? Because the movie itself is it's serious. They don't mean to be funny for the most part you know it's not supposed to be funny but it is because that's the characters they chose and the the way they wrote it yeah yeah so when it's funny it's one of those ones where you just hold your stomach because it, it's making your stomach hurt so much from laughing but it's a lot of quick like smart ass remarks make you laugh a lot of yep. stereotype involvement with clothes the way people are talking all that stuff uh overall the movie was funny i, I, I laughed a lot one of my favorite parts uh like we were talking about as far as comedy was, was Dabu. I mean, he's just, you know, he's just being there. He's standing there. There's one part where he's just like drinking tea, holding his gun. Yeah, he's drinking a little <laughs> cup of tea. And he's got this humongous gun in his hand, the same time trying to, and it's just funny. I mean, it, it's just one of those things that it's not a comedy, but it is.
0: Yeah. So it plays itself very serious yeah. with the, with the elements of, this young woman who's trying to make it in the music world, this, you know, Lone Shark, gangster, uh, movie producer turn music producer yeah. and, and manager, right? And all these gangs and the dub MDs, it plays itself very serious in that regard, which it could have been a very dramatic movie. Yeah. But because you infuse it with <laughs> Andre Benjamin, <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer, Dwayne Johnson, Uma Thurman was yeah. even funny in this movie, t- some bits yeah. there. You infuse all these different people and you get just comedy goal with the direction of F. Gary Gray, who directed Friday, one of the funniest movies of all time. He just brings it. So, yeah, my favorite scene, right, is when (laughs) one Raji calls Sid and Sin, excuse me, you know, is like cussing him out (laughs) and all this stuff there. And then he calls him back and he's like. What's up, man? This is Rocky. <laughs> but but then he's like, you know what? Let's get some chicken and waffles, let's get some chi- Roscoe's chicken and waffles in here. And Dwayne's characters is just talking about how he can like suck the whole like bone off. <laughs> just like, where did that line come from, right? Was that in the script? Was that ad lib? Like, where, where did that come from, man? But it's just so much fun. You gotta let the, these characters just breathe. And once again, F. Gary Gray does a fantastic job. So <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah yeah that's that's what i'm saying you you got a mix of characters that are just just hilarious hilarious people
0: combined with all the the comedy bits and everything the acting what they brought to the script what they brought to the to the stage there what'd you think man
1: yeah as far as the whole movie i think it was a good long fun movie it was two hours right or Mm -hmm. roughly two hours Uh, It kept going from scene to scene it flowed it was always always something going on, regardless of if they were just talking or if they were just out and about, there was always something happening that kept your attention. I felt like,
0: yeah, there was never a scene that was like, why did this have to happen? What was the point of this? Right. It it kept everything that was, this movie was chock full of information, chock full of funniness and stuff. And in every scene, every bit, It played a part to present the plot and to keep the plot going. Right, And it's just from the start to the finish, you know, you just see that it's a complete movie. I don't know how much of this movie was written compared to just improv. Mm I'm going to say probably 60-40 scripted to improv. But because you have Vince Vaughn, I mean.
1: (laughs) Right. That's, That's what I was thinking. You know, you got a set of characters there that that's what they do they they can improv they can make a scene and they could you know do what you need them to do to keep it moving forward
0: so the the plot itself like you said earlier you know you have this uh new york city shylock uh leaves the the movie business and goes to the uh, music business while avoiding most people trying to kill him so what we have you know his buddy who gets whacked by the russians in the beginning. The Russians are trying to whack him. Spoiler. Yeah. The <laughs> Russians are trying to whack him. The WMDs are trying yeah. to whack him. Rosie's trying to whack him. You know what I mean? And like, it's, it's a spoiler kind of, but like you kind you're going to get that sense from the start of the movie that yeah. like people want this guy dead, right? right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's nothing mind boggling of what's going on basically just the way the industry was, but they're putting, pushing that gang gang side of it, you know? But we know about violence with musicians throughout the years. Yeah. It's not an un- unheard of thing, but it's just kind of puts it out there and tells a story in a certain way that like keeps you involved all the way to the end. What was your favorite scene? My absolute favorite scene is when Sin, Cedric the Entertainer, he's sitting in mm-hmm. Edie's house, the whole uh, crew's there, and... Andre 3000 just trying to sit on that little pillow on the floor when he's trying to sit on that little <laughs> chair a whole scene with dialogue seriousness going back and forth talking about you know mm-hmm. Cedric trying to get money he's like I need my money they're trying to negotiate and this dude's just in the corner of the frame like can't get comfortable on this little chair it doesn't make any sense to him he's holding his gun you know he's flopping his gun around and it's, <laughs> just, yeah yeah it's hilarious for no reason. <laughs> so he, good. he could have very well just so sat good, there man. and the scene would have still been great. <laughs> so good. You know what it really reminds me of? Um, What's up? So like on Family Guy, when like Peter yeah. gets hurt and it like, it's like a real long <laughs> scene where he's just like holding his knee or he's trying to do something. He's like, <laughs> he just sighing. Side- <laughs> Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. He was just like, couldn't get comfortable. It was this long time. And dude, I was laughing so hard. And wife's was like, what, what is going on? I was like, what is this guy? <laughs> and then he accidentally shoots yeah. his gun. <laughs> he said, why don't you even give me a gun? I don't know why I'm giving a gun.
0: Yeah. So good, man. So <laughs> what good. you? What yours? Bro. So Elliot tries to, you know, run up on Chili and Edith. I don't know if after they go dancing or something, but he's in their place yeah. in their home, <laughs> and uh <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <I, laughs> the scene is yeah. so good. So, <laughs> so you know, he, chilly, the, the smooth guy that he is, you know, doesn't get hit or anything. Stops the assault. <laughs> but he's like, dude, I'm trying to get you a, uh you know, I'm trying to get you a call. I'm trying to get you a, a deal booked for a movie or something. Man, you got to give me some time. Yeah, and he goes have been sitting I've been waiting on you all night <laughs> I made tea I put on my video <laughs> right? right he's like I prepared a monologue yeah. he's like and then chili once again cool yeah. as hell he's like all right well let me hear it right there <laughs> and it's and it's I'm sorry i I'm not gonna spoil it but it's from bring yeah. it on okay it's two teenage girls <laughs> in cheerleading outfits. In the movie, Bring It On, and he plays two characters, okay? (laughs) He plays Kirsten Dunst's character and Gabrielle Union's (laughs) character and bring it on and does
1: it to a T, okay?
0: (laughs) Does it to a T. It's fabulous, man. It's my favorite thing. You know, I mentioned
1: earlier The Rock being, you know, I think thought he was one of the weakest people in this movie as far as his acting. Yeah. But also put, you know, he's putting himself out there with this character. And he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, that's led him to having a great career.
0: You know, this was his sixth film credit mm-hmm. at the time, right? And this is, you know, he hasn't done anything like this since. Mind you, he's always been big. He's too damn big to play a character like this ever again. Oh, I think it'd work great. Um,
1: I think it'd be hilarious. Because <laughs> uh, who's going to mess with him? You know, it's just, I think it'd be hilarious if he did that. But. Yeah, that that was one of my notes, just to clarify my statement.
0: Yeah, you're definitely good there, man. Just one more question here for us before we uh, wrap this up. Because this movie, and I have to ask this question, because this movie is just like, it has a ton of them, right? And you might have already stated it, but you might have to share it again. Yeah. But what was your favorite line of the movie? I haven't said that yet.
1: (laughs) Good. So (laughs) this was one from Chili Palmer when he's talking to Danny DeVito, of course, the uh, beginning of the movie. So to set the scene for that, he's driving the Insight, right? The Cadillac of hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Daniel Vito's character is asking him, like, you know, what are you driving? What is that? What about the speed? And he tells him, "If you're important, people will wait."
0: I love that line. Yeah. So that was my favorite. And delivered it so yeah, cool. Yeah, it too. really is.
1: I mean, he's <laughs> they really got this yellow Ferrari behind this. uh Um, I don't remember what what's the Insight. I don't remember what car that was.
0: I think it's a Honda. Honda? Okay. I think it's a Honda. And it's got like the wheel
1: covers on the back. It's real small, real teeny tiny car. (laughs) And yeah, he just slivers it smooth and owns the car he's got and moves on. So that was my favorite. Oh yeah. What about you?
0: I actually have two and I can't decide. They're both from uh, Vince Vaughn's character, Raji.
1: Oh yeah. He has some good
0: ones. (laughs) So, (laughs) so the first one is when Chili goes to get Linda moon in the back of the Chinese restaurant karaoke night or whatever <laughs> when they're in the kitchen. And,
1: and Rashi, you know that when they're kitchen
0: and they're in the kitchen. Yeah. And, and, you know, once again, Vince Vaughn is playing this like wannabe pimp acts black and everything. Yeah. Um, he goes, we can handle this like gentlemen, we can handle this shit. We can handle this with some gangster shit. It yeah. just, his delivery alone <laughs> was just like, yo man, he is so whack, bro. Yeah. <laughs> because not only, what, two or three scenes later, he's basically, the WMDs is holding him over a ledge, yeah. okay? <laughs> and they're and they're holding him over a ledge by his feet, like, 50 stores yeah. up, and they're hanging him, and they're hitting him while they're hanging him by his feet. And he goes, come on, man, you can't hang me over this thing and hit me, right? Like, you can't do both, right? And it's just like Vince Vaughn's comedic timing yeah. and his acting jobs. Just, he just delivers so those good. lines to a team, man. So, so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of other uh, great lines in this movie.
0: All right, Javi. 2005, be cool. How many buckets of popcorn do you give it?
1: I'm going to give this one a four out of five buckets. Nice. Uh, you know, just to recap. Had a good story, good plot. Kept me involved the whole time. Had me laughing. Didn't have to think a whole lot because it it pushes you through the plot, right? Every scene gives you a little bit more, Mm -hmm. a little bit more, a little bit more, all the way to the end. I really enjoyed it. This movie, for me, man,
0: I love the director, F. Gary Gray. Once again, Friday, he's done um, the Italian job. He's on a Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, Straight out Compton. I just love this director. You know, he actually was going to direct uh, The Winter Soldier, but turned it down to do Trey Outta Compton. Write that down. That would have been a different MCU with that guy. That was- <laughs> yeah. No kidding. This movie for me, man, I just, I love this comedy, right? It yeah. has everything I need for it. It has, has action. It's sexy. It has all my favorite people in it, like Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Vance Harvey Keitel, a uh, John Travolta when he was still cool, Uma Thurman. I just I just love it. Even we even get a we even get a Seth Green cameo, guys, okay? Like yeah, I saw that. Th- this gets five buckets of popcorn for me, man. This is definitely one of those movies that if it's on television or if it's on a streaming service and I pass by it, I'm going to watch it because it's funny every single time. And I highly recommend you guys check it I'm out. I'm
1: sure there's a lot of stuff that I didn't pick up the first time. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: Thank you for subscribing to this week's
0: episode discussing the 2005 comedy, Be Cool. Next week, we'll be sharing our thoughts on the Zack Snyder zombie movie, Army of the Dead. And that's streaming on Netflix and in
1: select theaters. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.